Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we all need our vitamins after surgery, regardless of what you think. Yes. It's a must. Yes. So why not choose the easiest and the best tasting in the community? Seriously, it's ProCare, guys. ProCare is so delicious. I use their chewable for over a year. That's how I I know. Yes. And I love their capsules. Yes. Love them. They're once a day. I take them at night. Easy peasy. And my labs are fantastic. Yeah, our labs are great. And I've actually switched to the capsules and I take those at night now. So if you guys need your iron, they have them with iron and they have them iron free. They even have calcium chews. Yes, the calcium chews. mm, Perfect. They have mocktail ones, uh, chocolate. They have also some caramel and a cinnamon roll. They're freaking delicious. So go over to ProCareNow.com and use our code OSLP to save some money. Prepping and measuring your food post-op is a beast all in itself. But Portion Perfection has actually made it super, super simple. They have bowls, plates, and even a lunch bag called the Kitten Carry where you can have all of the system ready to go. Yeah, we love carrying that thing around with Mm -hmm. us. It's so much easier to pack your lunch, your snacks, especially when you're on a road trip. That Mm -hmm. thing is a lifesaver. Yes. So if you want to get these things to help your journey, just go over to portionperfection.com and use our code 15OSLPOD. And again, that's 15OSLPOD. And you can also go over to our Amazon storefront to pick out any of those that you would like to use. That works. It works. Boom. Advent. No, yeah, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's hot. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. Oh shit. All know how difficult post op life can be. Yeah, it's pretty freaking hard, guys. Yes. And so, a way to make it a little bit easier is by joining the Tribe Membership Program. It has been created by a registered dietitian. She's actually the sleeve dietitian on Instagram. Her name is Jamie. And she's created this whole membership program just to support us. Yeah, like we've, one, we've had her on the podcast. We love her to freaking death. And then two, like she has full experts in their field that help you. And they've had bariatric surgery, almost every one of them. Yes. And the diet, the sleep dietitian is freaking smart because she has almost a support group every single day, guys. Yes. You're going to get an email. It's going to tell you which ones are for today. And you can just sign up and hang out with people that are just like you. Mm-hmm. And I've even used the journal prompts. I'm into journaling and that was way helpful to just go somewhere that can help you and just get your mind going. Yes. So if you need this kind of support, which a lot of us do, mm-hmm. go to her website and use our code OSLP at checkout to get your discount. Welcome back, OSLP family. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Energy, energy. You we are need up, energy. Man. Um, <laughs> you are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mel. And I mean, award you, show. You know what she's gonna say, award guys. Award show, guys. Award show. <laughs> what? What more could you want than an award show? Than an award show. Yeah. Where we're gonna. We. Voting is happening right now. It is. It's like open. Right this second. It's live. It is live. We have had so many people yeah. for do the go on and do the voting. I know. Like, it was 
Mind blown. Yeah, I kind of had a, a dirt-to-dirt moment um, because I forgot to turn off the email notifications yeah, she did. for all the voting. Yeah. So we were getting like pages and pages <laughs> and pages of voting notifications. I fixed it. So much so that I accidentally deleted a, reg- real, uh, a, a regular real email, email that yeah. was important. Yes. So... <laughs> I can't, we can't thank the people enough for yes. going on and voting, yes. voting for your favorite people. And this is not a popularity contest. This is literally no. just who connected with you the during most. your journey. Yep. Because we had over 500 nominations. Yes. That's a lot of people. And what's awesome about that is all of you are going to be included. So yes. me and Kelly are slowly messaging you guys on Instagram and yes, all the social media. A long time. And we just went side by sides because we have a spot just for you. Because yes. that's the whole point is like bringing a light to this whole community because mm-hmm. they think that all we do is regain and die over here. Yes. Apparently that's just yes, what we that do. That is what we do. Um, And it's very annoying. So I'm like, how do we shine a light? Award show. show. And then in true OSLP fashion, you guys know we have to do some like funky shit. That's right. So we have a pink carpet. You will walk the pink carpet and get photos taken of you. Mm -hmm. So the last time, I don't think I've ever walked like a true red carpet. I know. So I'm really cool. I'm really excited. You're you're really really cool. cool. I'm really cool. cool. Okay. Um, I wish I was cool because it's hot, (laughs) freaking hot in this room. Um. So you get to walk the pink carpet, you get to take pictures, you get to get some drinks, you get to sit in an actual like historic theater while the show happens. Mm -hmm. Um, It is on November 12th at the Aladdin Aladdin Theater Theater in in Portland, Portland, Oregon. This is how much the Aladdin Theater is awesome and you guys should come is that like Dave Chappelle has played there. Yes. Ari Shafir. Mark Marin, like these are some high level stand up people that have been in these rooms, yes. been in these theaters. And like, literally, I just got goosebumps by saying that because, because she's all about comedy. I am like, I'm a comedy fucking fiend. It's yes. ridiculous. Like I almost cried when we were there because I was like, the greats have been here. I'm, and I'm like, room. this is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just such a great place. It's such a great feel. It's such a good vibe. Of from it's a very, Cal. very cool. vibe. And I just want to thank all the sponsors because if it wasn't for them, this wouldn't be happening. Yes. Like, yes, we had the idea, but the fact that we have people behind us that understand what we're trying to do and believe in us means so much to us. And our top sponsor is ProCare. ProCare. You guys know ProCare. We talk about them all the time. They're the best vitamins for bariatric patients out there, in our opinion. Yeah. And because we actually take them every day. We do. We (laughs) actually take them. They are the part of the reason why I feel good every day. Yeah. Because we weren't taking them. We were like, I'm seven years out, guys. And I was like a a bad bariatric patient. I did yeah. not take my vitamins like I should. Yeah. Only thing I took was the vitamin D and the B12. <laughs> yeah. B12 addict over that. I am. Um, so go <laughs> and check them out. Our next sponsor is Miss Michaela Miller. I know. Miss Losing the Blooming. We just recorded an episode with her. She made me cry. I'm not even joking. No, go see it because it doesn't happen. Yes. <laughs> um. So she is Losing to Blooming mm-hmm. on Instagram and she is Working on some incredible things. Yeah, she's a um, life coach. Guys. Yeah, she is all about mindset and healing your relationship with food. And yeah. we couldn't ask for a better person to do that. I know. In our community. And I just love the fact that she's here for us and she's six years out and she's doing the work mm-hmm. and she's all about it. Yep. And it goes right into the next person, which is yeah. Jamie, the yeah. sleep, sleep dietitian. dietitian. Tribe membership. Yeah. Like, like she's all about this. She is an inc- also an incredible woman. Mm-hmm. Like these Women are doing really awesome work within our community and making the support after you have surgery 
so much easier to find. Because that's the hard part. Yes. The support is really hard to find. Yeah. So she also has the tribe membership, which is filled with professionals in the community that have had surgery. Yeah, they're experts in their field and had bariatric surgery. Like, that's really cool. And there's support groups almost every single day of the month. Mm -hmm. So at least... Like, go check it out because I'm a part of it. Mel's a part of it. Mm-hmm. And we just love it to death. We do. We and do. she's just, a, a, I can't even describe well, she's just, Jamie. She's just amazing. Well, she's easy to be around. She is. Yeah. yeah. I love her. And then the next one is my surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Emma Patterson with Oregon Weight Loss Surgery Center in Salem, in, Salem, in or- um, Portland, Oregon. Sorry, you got Dr. very Patterson. excited about that. I did. <laughs> um, and she's she's my surgeon, guys. She believes in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. She can't believe that like I, this is what's happened after she has like did my surgery. Mm-hmm. She's done my brother's like we trust her with our life. And I'm just happy that she's like she's going to be at the actual board show yeah. and she's helping with it. It's yes, great. 100 percent. Our next one is a surgical associates of Bayonet Point. Mm-hmm. They are a surgery center in Florida. Yeah. And they are lovely people. They are. They are. They're about to be on the pod as well. Yes. And they have a really cool aftercare because it's yes. different than most. Yes. They focus on exercise and they also do body composition. Yeah. Um, which body composition, it tells you more of a bigger story than just a number on a scale. That's right. That's why I love so, it. Because it yes. really shows you like, what's your muscle mass, your fat composition? Yep. Like, what do your bones, bones weigh? weigh? What do your organs weigh? Yeah. Because that all plays a point, a part in it. It does. Also. It's kind of crazy. So our next one is Miss Nolani. Yeah. She's own bariatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a transformation coach. Yeah. And she is also like, I cannot wait to meet all of I them know. in person. Like some of them we've already met, but it's been like, like almost a year. Yeah, but Nolly, we haven't met her we yet. Have not met her. So, so I'm really excited. She just seems like such a happy person. And if you're listening, Nolly, I'm going to be like hugging you like crazy. Yeah, we're not weird. We yeah. just want to hug you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the next one is, of course, Dr. Joe Cribbins. Yes. And Marty. We all know Marty. I I love his little butt his little tushy. so much. I love walking him, watching him walk. <laughs> it's just cute. Um, Joe. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Texas advanced. <laughs> I, I always screw that part up. What is it? Oh my God. For Dr. Joe. Yes. yes I feel so bad. Texas bariatric advantage. Nope. All the words. Texas are- center for bariatrics and advanced surgery. Oh my God. I had the words, but all in different places. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then our next one is actually Georgetown Surgical, yes. which is Dr. Eric Smith's surgery center. It is. Um, and he is the surgeon for the Thousand Pound Sisters, which is on TLC. Yep. He is an incredible man. He really he cares is. so much about this community. Yeah. He he loves meeting the patients. Like when we were in Dallas, he went to the tribe event for um, the sleep dietitian mm-hmm. and he sat and just talked to the patients, him and yeah. his wife. It was yeah. so cool. It was very cool. Yeah. And they had like zero time because that weekend was jam packed full of everything. Seriously. So, but he did. He makes the time. He talks to you. It's great. It's I love fantastic. it. And then last but not least is Miss Tabitha. Miss Tabitha, the, the real, real berry boss. boss. She is I we just have incredible people be our sponsors. Like, well, and we fell in love with her like two years ago. Yes, like she's been on the pod a few times. Yep. She's one of my favorites. I wanted her to be my bariatric therapist, but yep. she's not licensed in Oregon. Yes, but we heard she might, and she I'm might super be. excited about she it. She Might be because yeah. she has like this calming presence about her, and it makes you spill your guts. I feel like I could say tell her anything. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. So so 
Make sure that you check out all of our sponsors. Go and do your voting. You go to OurSleeveLifePodcast.com. Go to the award show page. Scroll down. You can vote. You can book your ticket. Get book your, your hotel. hotel. Do all of the things. And then come join us in November. Right. And then the biggest party ever. And basically at the top of that, there's a button and it says Patreon. Become a patron. Yes. And that is because we have a Benchy group. We have a Facebook group and we, yeah, we know because Kelly hates those and I do hate those too. The Facebook group. The toxic ones. This is not it. They're awful. But we have almost 200 people in our personal support group that me and Kelly are in with everybody Mm -hmm. from Patreon. We hang out with them. We see the struggles. We see the happy points, the Mm -hmm. NSVs. Like, Mm -hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. It's an incredible place to be. So go sign up right now for that. Um, If you want to, actually, I don't really care if you want to, go over to YouTube and click on subscribe. Click on the little bell. That's right. Make sure you get notified for videos like this one, which you also get 10 days early if you're a patron. Just FYI, go sign up right now. Um, And you would be able to see who we are talking to today. I know. We are so excited. Yes. So welcome on the show, India. And her handle is that chick you know. So of course you know who she is. (laughs) You know who I am. They know who I am. Everybody knows who you are. Yes. Really? Yes. 100%. You crank out those reels like nobody's nobody's business. Mm -hmm. And they're hilarious. Ladies do a good job yourself. Well, thank thank you. you. Thank you. We are talking to the queen of reels right now. So, like, that means a lot. So, so tell us where your journey began. We're curious. So, my journey began a little later on in life because, if you do follow me, most most people know that I'm in my 50s. I didn't start my journey until I was in my late 40s. Okay. And I don't have this story like that I was overweight all my life because it was actually quite the opposite. Okay. I was always very thin. Okay. I was thin and small all the way up until I had um, children. Mm-hmm. And even when I had my daughter, I gained a lot of weight because I was on bed rest. Oh, okay. um, but I ended up losing that weight just through what people outside of the community call the natural, natural way. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, um, what ended up happening is just through life and I'm a very active member of the community and things of that nature and working and two jobs and putting my children through college, um, started to gain weight. Now in my early thirties, I had my thyroid removed. I had a thyroidectomy and I take, um, thyroid medication every day. Um, so that kind of regulates my metabolism. Yeah. I've always been a gym rat. I've always gone to the gym. Okay. But as I got in my forties, I was putting on this weight Mm. and I started to see stars at work one day and, Mm. um, found out that I had high blood pressure, my blood pressure. Okay. So they prescribed medication for me. So for about a year straight, I was taking this high blood pressure medication. I was taking my thyroid medication and I was taking them at the same time. Okay. And so I was gaining this weight. Couldn't, no one could figure out why. Um, no one could figure out. So I went from like being a size, no exaggeration, 10, 12 to like, I was in my twenties. I was wow. like a size. Wow. 22, but, but 
I refused to go to the 20s. So I was still stuck in myself. Oh. We've all been there. <laughs> oh. myself into a, a 16, like, no, I'm okay. It fits, it fits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember laying on the bed, just yeah, like, trying to get him to send. Keep it, keep it together. Suck it in. Yeah, yeah. Using that hair tie to keep it closed. Oh. Yep. Yeah, or, um, and then just um, me and my girlfriend used to call it camouflaging. So we would buy things or I would buy things to make myself look smaller. Okay. But in all reality, I still had the stomach, but you couldn't see my stomach because I had on the the flowy shirt and things mm. of that nature. So yeah. okay. um, around, I want to say, because I had my surgery at 49. So around 46, 47, I was like... I can't keep going like this. Like I, you know, coming up the steps, mm. I was winded. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tie my shoes without having to take like breaks. Oh, and I didn't look as big as I was. So again, people would see me and they would, oh, you're really not that big. And I'm like, yeah, but something ain't right. Yeah. Um, so long story short, going to the doctor, they told me that my I was canceling my medication out. Oh. So you're not supposed to take any type of medication with your thyroid medication. Um, so the thyroid medication was getting canceled out by the high blood pressure medication oh, no. and it killed my metabolism. Oh. So even though I was going to the gym, mm-hmm. I was walking, running, spinning, all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm still gaining weight oh, in no. these increments that were not um, beneficial to my health. Yeah, that's yeah. awful. Um, I the, when I started tracking my weight, I was two fifty four. I don't know if I ever weighed more. If I had to guess, I would probably say I did. Yeah. Um, but again, just because I went to the gym and I was working out and I was trying to eat right, so it would fluctuate. Mm. So by the time I got to or determined that I wanted to have bariatric surgery, um, I clocked in at two fifty six. Okay. And I'm I, I'm five six and three quarters. <laughs> Love it. I just felt like that was a lot of weight on my frame because it's not a, I'm not a tall woman, but I'm not short. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. But it still was a lot. And then it played with my mental psyche because again, I was thin most of my life. Yeah. And so to be in a position where you kind of, it was like body dysmorphia in reverse, if you will. Okay. Because I always saw myself thin. So then I'm trying to sit in the middle seat in the on the plane, but now I'm spilling over and now I'm uncomfortable because I'm bothering the person to the left and the right, you know? So yeah. it was just, and I travel a lot and it just was me coming up the steps, not understanding mentally why I'm so tired and so winded and things of that nature. So I did opt by the time I was 47, 48 to start the process to have bariatric surgery, which everyone, um, Aside from my immediate family, like my children and my mother, but, you know, everybody outside of that was like, I don't think you're big enough for that. You know, yeah. you don't look like you need. And I'm like, well, what's how does that look? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what size do I need to be at for this right. to be acceptable? For you to think it's for okay. For you to feel better <laughs> yeah. about my right. decision, about, my, about decision. my body. Right. Yeah. Even when I went to my job where my insurance pays for it, um, we have a occupational health department that kind of we go to for our health concerns. And the woman there was like, well, you don't look like you need bariatric surgery. I said, well, tell me by looking at me why you would give me that response. And so now she has the deer in the headlight look mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, I have high blood pressure. Yep. I'm pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. 
I'm my BMI is 39. It needs to be 40, but because I have comorbidities, I can have this surgery. Yeah. What are you what are you saying I should look like? And my my personal doctor didn't want to give me the referral. I had to fight with my personal doctor Whoa. to get the referral. And so that's and I talk about that a little bit. Every once in a while, you'll catch a reel where I'll talk about that mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I do a lot of reels with humor. But at, if you read, yeah. there's always some type of link to the weight loss surgery aspect of things. Yeah. But I I feel like there are certain individuals in the healthcare industry, not all. So please, nobody come for me. (laughs) I feel like there are certain individuals in the healthcare industry. It's a business. Right. And so if I get healthy, if I get well, you don't need me to come in for these checkups for my high blood pressure. And you don't need me to come in to write me a script for anything because this surgery really is kind of life changing. It's Mm -hmm. life altering. And if you you do the things that you need to do to be successful at it, Mm -hmm. then these comorbidities that a lot of people have you don't have anymore because they're all related to obesity. And so I decided to have surgery. I had my surgery. I was 49. Okay. And I was like, this is going to be my gift to myself. Yeah. I'm get it together by the time I turn 50. Yes. And, um, COVID hit. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, and I still, I still got it in there. Oh, oof. I was supposed to, my, my surgery date should have technically been in March and it ended up being in July. Okay. But because I had of that. Wait to have my surgery and I was just so devastated. Oh. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be 50. I'm going to be, you know, this, I don't know what I thought. Yeah. I just thought that the end of the world was here because I wasn't going to have my surgery in March. And now I had to wait till July. So, but that's, that's how I ended up here. Wow. And um, to keep myself accountable, I was like, you know, I'm going to talk about my journey. Yeah. Because if I tell people that I had the surgery instead of keeping it a secret, and, and I don't want to say a secret because people have the, it's up to them whether or not they want to share mm-hmm. that piece of them. Yeah. But for me, I decided to share it because I was like, if I don't, then I'm going to, I can see myself, me knowing me, mm-hmm. just going not back to where I was, but just not doing the things that I needed to do to remain steadfast oh. and being successful here on this journey. And so that's how I started my, I mean, I already had an Instagram. I had a following for something else, mm-hmm. but not as big as, I mean, it wasn't as, it was nowhere near where it is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I had 900 people following me on Instagram and that was fine yeah. because those, those 900 people were in it to win it with me with what I had going on at that particular time, but then just started talking about my journey. I opened my page up so that people could find me. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's see how this goes. And then I'm like, why are these people following me? <laughs> Do they know that I'm I'm freestyling over here, just trying to understand this and navigate through this journey yeah. just like they are? Yeah. I think that transparency is what speaks to a lot of people. I don't try to come off like I like I, I tell people all the time, I'm no expert, but I be knowing shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Well, I mean, that's kind of like us. I mean, Mm -hmm. Mel came to me with the crazy idea of starting a podcast. I never even listened to a podcast, but I was like, sure, I can talk. talk." (laughs) Well, and what's funny, too, is like (laughs) I was that I was that private person. I didn't want to share. I was very Mm -hmm. scared. I'm very back then. I wouldn't tell anybody the things that I was cooking up, you know, behind the scenes. It was just you got what you got Um, just because people know that listen to me. I've had I have trust issues. I have really bad trust issues. And so I have a wall. And, you know, I can only trust you as far as I can throw you is kind of how I've been. And like this has helped me open up and like hold me accountable because I feel like when you hit maintenance mode, it's really hard. But if you have a podcast that's like all about it, you're in it all day long. So it would help me stay accountable as well. So it's like we got to do what you got to do to help yourself keep keep going. man. Yeah. And I remember like sitting down with Mel and I was like, hey, Mel. Um, this means that you have to tell people that you had surgery, right? I'm like, I'm like, you you realize that, right? Because <laughs> this is not like, in order for this to people to hear us, you have to talk about yourself. And she's like, I know. And I was like, okay, right, cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like, I joined Instagram the moment I found out I like, I picked my surgeon. I was working actively towards it. I created an Instagram. I was like watching everything. So I was very like in it from the very beginning. I told everybody that I was having surgery. I did not care. Mm -mm. I was like, if you have a negative opinion about it, that's fine. That's on you. But I'm doing this for my health because I was basically bedridden before I had surgery. So with all three of my autoimmune, it just I didn't leave the four walls of my bedroom. Mm -mm. And that's not a life. So I had to do something and luckily I did this and then she had already had it. So it was like, there you go. There you go. There you go. What a blessing. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. this has given us an opportunity. Everyone, each individual who has had this surgery, a new leap on life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always challenge people who speak negatively about the surgery to, I, I'm like, who do you know who's had the surgery? Because maybe you don't know someone. Yeah. Because if you know someone who's had it, you can, they will share their experience. I mean, even people who have had negative experiences, yeah. who have had like near death experiences. experiences yep. Because, and they're like, yep, I do it all over again. <laughs> Seriously. And you're like, wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, because it really just changes how your dynamic is not only with food, but with life itself. Like, you know, I think it just is far greater than the food aspect that people think it is. Yeah. So, yeah, most definitely. I think it plays a big part, but I also think there's so much more out there that you were covering up with your coping of food for a lot of us. Um, Right. And once you get released from that, it's like your whole world kind of opens up and it you're does. like, okay, what do I want? Because now I now have the whole world right, right here for me. Yep. Right. Yep. And it, it actually helps you deal with a lot of mental aspects to things that you didn't recognize. Um, even though, like I explained to you ladies that I um, did not grow up um, big, I grew up small. Mm-hmm. I could basically eat what I wanted to, but that toxicity, you don't realize what type of toxicity and or toxic relationships you have with food Mm -hmm. until you have to address something like this. Yeah. So like even that eating everything, like I really struggle to this day with um, plating issues Mm -hmm. because I came from a household that you couldn't get up from the table. So you ate everything on your plate. Mm -hmm. And so if I fix my plate greater than what my stomach can hold, I struggle with putting that plate away. Oh, yeah. Like I, I still want to sit there until I finish it yep. because I feel like if I don't finish it, then I'm not doing 
what's right. Yeah. yeah. It feels wrong. Yeah. yeah. It feels, it just feels it's, weird. It You're feels like, oh. very wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, cause you know how, I don't know, but if you ever heard this, but you know, I hear my mom saying there's children dying yep. in Africa. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I gotta eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I actually still like, use that to my son every once in a while, but it's not because <laughs> it's not because of the plate thing. It's just more or less like I've, fucking made you food eat it like if anybody would be eating right. this right now like you're just being stubborn yeah yeah <laughs> and i i want to talk about the you growing up thinner because i also grew up thinner mm-hmm. i was not yeah. big my entire life until i became bedridden and i, I kind of battled with my weight like i did like you know diet culture all of that yes. but i wasn't obese Mm -mm. and then when you have something happen like you were taking your medication your thyroid then you get you got bigger and for me it was when I started really addressing my autoimmune diseases the more they came out the more I was covering up with food Mm -hmm. and then I was eating and I got large right I I got large Mm -hmm. and it but also like I had comorbidities so I didn't have to meet a certain BMI. Yeah. You didn't have to worry because I had the autoimmune diseases that I had. Like she was like, you, you have to do this. You have to. Yeah. It's not a choice anymore. So yeah. And see, I knew I had to do it. Um, but again, my doctor at the time I had to fight with her. Um, but I, I fight fought and won. Um, and so I was able to get the referral to get the surgery. Um, but my surgeon was great. My surgeon here was Awesome. How did you find and them? So it's kind of here in Pennsylvania, we have um, the hospital University of Penn. Okay. And they they basically have different facilities throughout the city. Okay. And I don't really talk a lot about where I work, but I will say that I worked in, in the city mm-hmm. and the, I said, well, I need someone because I, I work at night. I said, so I need an office that's close to my job so that when I get off, mm-hmm. I can go to these appointments. Perfect. Yeah. And then so I kind of chose a doctor. I was like, well, I'm going to choose. So I kind of started with the location. I'm going to choose yeah. a doctor close to my job. Okay. And then I was like, and then I, he has to be the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so my surgeon, um, Dr. Gary Corris, for anyone who wants to know in the Pennsylvania area, um, he actually sits on the board of directors at the hospital. Wow. And I, was like, I want him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he was freaking amazing. And his staff was amazing. His oh. nutritionist. And they, to this day, are still amazing. Like, we still, I just had my two-year check-in. Ooh. And they talked to me. Ooh. And they talked to you <laughs> just like. Like they're trying to woo you from day one. Yeah. Like you know, it's not like it ever stopped. It's not like they gave you the surgery and said, "Here, go over here." Because I know that for a lot of individuals, that's their experience. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. when I have some individuals in my inbox, I have to remember. I have to consciously remember that everyone's experience is not mine. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why are you? Because you know, sometimes you're like, why are you asking that? Mm-hmm. They don't really have anyone to tell them. Yeah. Right. So. I think that I kind of, in my mind, took on this, I'm going to be, I'm going to tell everyone and I'm going to give them all the information. I just try to be very careful and cautious not to step on any like doctor's toes or right. whatever. So I always start with ask your doctor, yep. Yep. you know, do this, do that. Don't do what I do unless you, you know, 
have gotten to that level, but exactly. yeah, so that's kind of where I, where I've landed and this is where I've landed. And yeah. then reels came into play and I was like, You're like, Let's well, go. You're like I got this. <laughs> I can do this. Yeah. We uh, resisted real hard. For, for reels, yeah, yeah. yeah and did. now we're like, no, we got it's this. You. We can do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just getting on there, being silly, but also like sharing the information because that's what we're all here for, yeah. right? To share the information that hey, we're here. It's not the easy way out. We actually work really fucking hard mm-hmm. at what we're doing, and right. make it a little humorous too. Like, yeah, I swear, it. you and Joelle, virtuous VSG mama. Like you guys, like <laughs> they're I don't so know good. How you do it, like so literally. Good. I'm like every single reel is so cute, mm-hmm. and it's got that humor to it. Yep, but ties back to I know yeah. great creators. Well, I, I film like you. A lot of them I don't even don't even make it to. Yeah, I do. I'll film like ten of them at a time, mm-hmm. and then kind of cherry pick them into what I want to talk about on a particular day. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know where this is going to fit in, but I like this one. Yeah. yeah. And I do it. And then I'm like, okay, where am I going to put this one? And I never find a place to put it. And then I look back and my hair has changed. Like, I'm like, I'm not blonde anymore. Can I put those blonde braids up there? And I probably could, but you know, it's just, um, and I'm going to probably start doing it because I really do just, mm-hmm. I go through and see which ones I like. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to film that. And I'm in my little home office or wherever. And oh, I, I can love move it. myself and yep. act a fool. And my neighbors are like. Yeah. Because <laughs> now I've started to take it outside. Yep. Yep. So they're like, what's going on? Yes. 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 Oh, my boyfriend's daughter finds it hilarious yep. when we record <laughs> reels. Because we'll be over there and we'll be shooting like back to back to back. Um, and she's just like, what are you guys doing? doing. And I'm like, <laughs> you're 13. You should know about this. Like, seriously, me alone. <laughs> this is yes. your jam. Yeah, this yes. should be your thing. <laughs> no, she just does the the singing ones where she's like. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, that's, so we're yeah. in it. Yeah, we're, we're in it. Like we're theatrical. It's yeah. funny. My mom was um, heavy in the theater. OK. And she always wanted me to be heavy in a the theater because with my mom I'm an only oh. uh, my father I'm the oldest with my mom I'm an only and she was like you know you should be in a the theater and I was like not going to the theater so she was like so you wait till 50 to start acting mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah why didn't you tell me <laughs> why did you tell me it was so much fun oh my god that's, that's hilarious funny. so what um what weight have you gotten down to so I'm currently we're going to say 174. Nice. I teeter 174 and 178 on any given day. Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. gotten all the way down to one. My goal weight was 165. I tell everyone all the time. I got down to 167 and then showed my whole entire ass. Just like, you know what? I'm here. I made it. I'm going to do what I want to do. Nice. And so my body kind of rested at 174, 175. Okay. Um, if I go on vacation, 
I can easily morph into a 180. Yeah. But when I come back, like I never, you'll never see me say that I was 180 because I'm like 174, 174, 174. <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my number. Like yeah. that's where my trigger is. If I leave out of the 170s, I start to get triggered, which okay. people don't understand that. But you know, I'm like, no, I get oh, it. That means it's time to reset, refocus and do whatever. Yeah. Um. So on vacation, you know, you don't really count your macros. You're not really eating the protein you're supposed to yeah. be eating your you water, you're drinking alcohol. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on. Yep. So I don't count those moments, but um, I went plant-based okay. right after I came back from uh, my last vacation. Okay. I was like, where did I go? I was yeah. in Puerto Rico, I think. Yeah, what would Ooh. make you go to plant-based? So one of my um, good, 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 good girlfriends, <laughs> she, I've known her since... I was like 18, maybe even longer than that. Um, she she does this 28-day plant-based challenge. Okay. She, I just happened to join her reel because I was like, what's she talking about? And when I joined, she was like, oh, and there's that chick, you know, and she's blah, blah, blah. And you should go plant-based. And I was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. I, I, I was like, okay, when well, you ain't going on vacation, when I come back, I'll do 28 days plant-based because I'm a very particular eater. Okay. So I, was, I don't know how this is going to go, but they remember, I don't know if your um, surgeons or physicians told you that your palate was going to change. Yes. Yep. Yes. I was like, it's not going to change. Oh but boy, does it do. <laughs> it changed. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm, so I'm eating this. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go out on the, on faith and the limb and try some things. And I was just like, totally sold. Like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. And so I did the 28 days. And then I decided that because it was very difficult for me to get my protein in without yeah. having to eat a lot of those sodium based proteins. Mm-hmm. Okay. That I was going to go pescatarian. So I'm pescatarian now. And plus yes. I like too much. I'm like, I miss my cheese. I got to have some cheese. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make mm-hmm. cheese is okay, but it's not. It's not the same. It's not. Yeah. It's like the low carb tortillas. Yeah, they're just like, not they're the same. Almost this, like they're almost there. Like they look and they smell the same, but they kind of taste like foamy. Yeah. 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 It's like that. Mm. The almond. Have you tried the almond flour tortillas? Are they good? No, no, no. <laughs> no, you can you can tell they want to be something else, but they're not like they're trying. They're trying so hard, but it's just oh, not they're, they're there. All, they're like right there yeah. on the cusp of yeah. it could be okay. Okay, but um, they need to work so, on the process. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I said that to say that I I got down to I came back all the way down to my one seventy four. Nice. Okay. And so I'm resting nicely between that one seventy four. If I get up. And I don't fart. It's 176. <laughs> and then, then I get back on and it's 174. So I'm kind of right, right there. That's where I stay. I would like to um, lose 10 pounds. Okay. More. Um, and that would put me back in the 160s. And that's mm. just my, again, you know, we become a little maniacal with this sometimes. Yeah. yeah. If I could be there, then if I gained weight, that means I would be here. And that would be cool. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's in my mind, but I don't, I don't stress over it. Okay. I just kind of 
you know, this is where I'm at with it. Well, I like the fact that you do check-ins with yourself. Like it reminds yeah. me of me around like the one and a half year to two year mark, because like I got all the way down to 179 was my lowest. My top was 308. And so like, I really, really wanted to be 165, like how you're talking about. Um, never got there, but I would teeter at 179 to 181 for like right. a whole year. And then like, <laughs> and then I got up, but I would still check myself. I got up to 192 and I sat at 192 for three years. Yeah. You were there for like a for a long yeah. time. And then just recently I've gained some weight, gone through some trauma shit and just yeah reverted to some coping that I, um, forgot. I, th- I thought I shoot it away, but you know, it came back in. Yeah. Now we're like, it came back. Yeah. It's like it's my life, life yeah. is messy and it was a big T. So I got some big fries and it was great. And I, a big T <laughs> equals big fries. Everybody, it does. So. It does. <laughs> and, but like when you do check-ins with yourself, you can adjust. And that's yeah. what I used to do before. Like, um, like right now is I would just be like, Oh, I just need to adjust my, what I'm doing for the next few days or the next couple of weeks. And it would just be like a check-in. Yeah. And I wouldn't, yeah. I just like you, I wouldn't be like mean to myself over it. It's just like, Oh, okay. It's information. It's information. We don't have to beat ourselves up over it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's okay because again, life happens and we gain weight. And again, being a woman of an old, of an older age, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm at a point where my metabolism, even though, you know, I want it to be Mm -hmm. where the 20 and the 30 year olds, it's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've kind of fallen off of the gym. So I know that uh, me and my, my other good, 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 good girlfriend (laughs) said, that we were going to start walking and getting out. And she said, do you want to go walking tomorrow? And I was like, no, but but we're going to start doing that because we need, I need to get some activity. And I think with some activity in my life, Mm -hmm. um, it'll put me back to, you you know, dropping some, dropping some more because I'm eating, I'm eating pretty good. I'm getting my protein in like I'm supposed to, um, and I just started um, looking at different ways to incorporate the protein without being so reliant on a shake. Because I'm not really reliant on a shake, but I still keep them. Like yeah. I'll still go grab a, a protein shake. And I don't really want to do that anymore because I'm like, I'm over these. Protein right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, the right. taste. You're like, oh, I don't want another one. Yeah. But what does a day look like for you with food? So like I have food right next to me, right? Always. <laughs> oh, look at that. I'm looking at it like it's calling me. <laughs> but that's a crab cake and tomatoes and cheese. Nice. Oh, right. Okay. You know, um, and again, I live my life in reverse. So I don't start eating till later on in the day. Whereas yeah. most people have already eaten. I do eat breakfast before I lay down, but I try, I'm trying to get away from that because it's kind of like, because I work live my life in reverse when I'm eating breakfast and I lay down, it's kind of like you eating a late dinner. Yeah. Right. So I try not to do that. I try to maybe try to eat my breakfast somewhere around five in the morning. Cause I typically, if I work overnight, get off at eight. Okay. And that way when I'm laying down, maybe I'll just grab a cube of cheese or something of that. But to answer your question. So now that I'm pescatarian, you know, I'll eat, um, an egg and cheese for breakfast. I think I had an egg and cheese on, um, a little mini croissant. Ooh, I, yeah. I do carbs. Yeah. 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 I have um, the mini croissant and 
I don't know if you have a fresh market, but they have like a whole wheat croissant too. Oh, and, okay. and he's yes. So I'll do that. Um, I made salmon. I made like a teriyaki salmon the other day in my air fryer. Nice. So, and I put pineapple on top and onions. Oh, I want to try that. Yeah, yeah. I love salmon. I love me some salmon. So Lowry's um, has Lowry's seasoned mm-hmm. salt. They have like marinades. If you go to like the marinade portion of the supermarket, yeah. they have this one called honey bourbon and they have another, they have a teriyaki one, but the honey bourbon on top of the salmon, okay, the onions okay. and the pineapple. Okay. It's like amazing because oh. we're foodies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like good food. I tried, um, <laughs> if you've watched my live, I tried a vegan chicken salad yesterday. Okay. How'd that go? It was the worst. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh no. Um, oh my gosh. But until I, before I went pescatarian slash plant-based, I was, I loved chicken salad. So I would have chicken salad, grapes, and cheese. Like that would be my lunch. Okay. Because there's this chicken salad that I loved from, I'm a creature of habit. So yeah. I'm a person that will eat the same thing over and over and over again. Yep. So I would eat something like that. But instead of the chicken salad, now I have tuna salad. So okay. tuna salad and cheese. Nice. Um, I like um, tacos because mm-hmm. who doesn't like tacos? Yeah, seriously. Most definitely. Yes. So I was eating the tacos with, um, I used to use ground turkey. Okay. But now I use um like the impossible meat okay, and the, or the um, beyond burger meat. Yeah. And it's, I like impossible meat better. Okay. The great taco. I mean, plant-based tacos now. And um, I, else I, I love My, me some fish tacos too. So, yeah. Like, you like tacos? Yeah. Like shrimp. I do shrimp love. tacos. I like shrimp tacos. Mm-hmm. The fish with the breading and the coleslaw. Not a just, fan throws me see you need a like a so what's the del taco not del taco taco del mar there you go taco del mar has this chick or this fish taco that i used to get and they have this white sauce it's like a jalapeno white sauce it's so good like Mm -hmm. i would just get it a bed of cabbage two of their fish things cheese and then this sauce and that's what i ate like all the time. All the time. Yeah. I don't eat like I don't eat anything that's white and creamy unless it's sweet. <laughs> oh, I have so many things I could say so to that. So many things. That's what she said. Oh, so many no. directions we can go with that. Yes. <laughs> I, have, I do. I do eat white and creamy. Oh. So man. I can't eat, but it ha- if it's sweet, I can. So I can't eat sour cream, but I can eat whipped cream. Okay. I can't eat mayonnaise, but I can eat Miracle Whip. I can't. Now I can eat. I can eat mayonnaise if you mix it in something and fill it up. Like I, if I do Alfredo, I have to put like, um, like a saffrony or a paprika in it so okay. that it changes its color. Okay. But if you bring me something like that jalapeno sauce, okay, if it's staunch, white, creamy, not sweet, I'm not eating it. <laughs> that is I, so. He's clenched. Like, oh my god, not get me to eat it. I don't even drink anything white (laughs) and creamy. I'm all about. Seriously. Ranch, mayo, sour cream, Mm -hmm. whipped cream, white sauces, Alfredo. I hate red sauce. Yeah. Hate red sauce. So see? Yeah. There we go. So it's it's a color thing. It's mental for me. And I just, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. But 
for the fish taco, no. But the shrimp taco, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Because yeah. um, I can do some pico de gallo. And, yeah. So yeah. Good. I mean, you could do pico de gallo on on fish, though. Yeah. I mean, you could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but if you don't like it, don't have it. I'm just, I'm like envisioning what I would eat. You're like making like it in your head. Tacos, please. <laughs> I tried um, the Gardein. Um, they have a, a fake fish fillet. Oh, really? Okay. okay. It tastes like a, a fillet of fish. Ooh. And so maybe I'll try to make some fish tacos out of that. I mean, I can use regular fish too. Yeah. I can use some cod, but yeah, yeah. I don't Maybe I'll try to make my own little sauce, but it'll have to be Do it. a different color. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like, cause you are doing so many like fishes, you have like a high protein level really. Cause like they're so high. Yeah. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. So I'm doing good. Um, as far as my eating is concerned. Yeah. Um, what about and water? I, I feel lighter. Oh, I keep water. I'm just like you ladies. I was like, we all have our water bottles. Yeah, we do. I have my coffee. I have my water. I have my food, you know, but I drink at least four to five of these a day. Nice. Wow. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, let me go to the bathroom real quick because I'm going to be on here for a second and I'm not going to be like. Gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. After the last one, we were. I was like, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I have to pee real fast. <laughs> I finished this entire thing while we were recording the last one. Yeah. Because she kept saying water, and then I'm like, oh, water. Oh, it was water. so funny watching. I was like, every time this person says water, Kelly just grabs her drink. <laughs> this is hilarious. But it's good. It's good for me. So I'm, I'm working on my water tracking right. right now so so and i work from at this particular time because after covid hit we moved all of our offices home so i have a home office oh so nice i actually work from home the majority of the time unless i have to go into the building and so i have my refrigerator upstairs in my office with my water and my my skittles packets because i love my skittles packets oh. and my lemon juice and oh perfect i have a coffee machine and all my water. I love so, it. Coffee. I'm drinking my water. Good. So with the, so, cause you don't have a thyroid anymore. Do you still have right. to take that medicine at least? Yeah. You do. I do. Okay. That's but only Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so tell us the difference between somebody that has the surgery in their twenties or thirties and somebody like you that has, I mean, you were basically 50 when you had your surgery. Right. I think the motivation is different. Okay. Um, I think as you get older, um, you start to think about longevity. You start to think about um, your lifespan. Mm-hmm. Like, because you start to realize when, as you get older, that people who were close to you that you've lost were kind of where you are now. Like you've lost people who they were in their sixties or you lost people who were in their seventies. And you're right. like, well, if I don't, change where I am right now, will I even get there? Right. So yeah. you start to think, um, am I going to get to see my grandchildren? Yeah. Um, which was, you know, important to me because I know my son was getting at the time my son was talking about getting married. Okay. My daughter, my youngest is 26. She okay. says she's never getting married. She's never having kids. <laughs> So in my mind, she's going to have like 20 kids because, you know, it's always the one that says I'm I'm not having kids, I'm not having kids, but I wanted to be able to see my, you know, I, I was a single parent, but I did co-parent. 
Okay. okay. So I don't want to say that I did it by myself. I wasn't like in these trenches and it wasn't difficult. Like I co-parented with my, for, with my children, but I still was a single parent. Okay. And so I feel like I made a lot of sacrifices, um, even living on the East coast. Cause for those who know me, I'm from San Diego. I'm, oh, okay. I was born in Philly, raised in San Diego. And so I, when I came back here after high school, I ended up having my kids and I didn't want to do to them what my parents did to me. Right. Yeah. So I I would stay for the children. So I stayed on the East Coast. So as I got older and they were getting older, I'm like, okay, so I, my whole life has been focused on them. Yeah. You start to focus on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I think that when you're younger, your focus is on you. Yeah. All of the decisions that you're making to have this surgery are more so not necessarily about longevity or family or things of that nature because you you have a different sense of um, responsibilities. Right. Yeah. So it's you know, and I don't want to say it. So please, no one come for me. But I don't want to. I just feel like you know, it becomes more about how I look. Yeah. You know, I want to feel better about how I look. I want to feel better about um, you know, I don't know if longevity comes into play. You know, I. I want to look good in that bathing suit. Right. I want to, because one of the things that people say to me, I'm like, why are you having, like, I, I asked them, why are you having the surgery? Yeah. Tell me why you're having it so that I can answer this question based on what, what's going on in your world right now. Yeah. Because answer from my place at 50, it's not going to be the same answer for you at 20. For yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, I want to have the surgery because I don't want to have high blood pressure. Um, and you typically don't have, not that it doesn't happen, but you're not really experiencing that in your twenties. You haven't gone through all of the things that you need to go through to get to those points. And tell me why you're having it. And so some of the reasons I get, I'm just like, uh, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that that question to ask yourself is really important. Like why? And even when you start to kind of stumble a little bit as you get further along it refocusing on like I don't like what is my why yeah am I having why because I want to be around for my kids and my future grandchildren do I want to be like am I having this because my health is seriously degrading and I I want to be around forever Mm -hmm. I think that's an important question like to ask anybody right and I think that for my 20 somethings I don't think it's a bad thing for you to be able to claim your truth. Yeah. You want to have the surgery because you want to be cute in a bathing suit Then say that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because then we can address your concern based on what your desire is at this point in your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Right. If you want to feel good about yourself, that is a good reason yeah. to have the surgery. Yep. And if, it, if the health benefit comes along with it, then high five to you. Yep. But when people come in my inbox and they start saying things and I'm like trying to to get to the real crust mm-hmm. of their answer, yeah. sometimes I think they're trying to say what you want them to say. Oh yeah. They try to think they're trying to think of what you they think you want them to say. Yeah. I'm like, yes. oh, I just really want you to tell me, I really want you to say I want to be cute in that baby suit. Mm-hmm. So I can say, then this is what you need to expect because yeah. these are the parameters that are going to be set on your life 
for that. Yeah. You you in a bathing suit in a at a size twenty four. So you can, yeah. Where we at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was cute in a bathing suit. I at least in my mind I thought it was somebody yeah. sucked like it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh so God. what is it like? So are you dating? So. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. So let me see. It's like, how do I want to answer this? <laughs> how do I want to answer? I have holes in different area codes now. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a significant other. Okay. And I think that's just mainly because as you get older, you just get impatient. Okay. With the nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Open to dating. But now I find that I attract a younger, I mean, I've always attracted younger guys, but I think that when I lost the weight, I even looked younger. Yeah, you do. I would never guess that you were 50. Yeah, I thought you were in your 30s. I thought yeah. you were the same age as us. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. So no idea. when I have that, so just think the guys that I meet are in their 30s. Yeah. It's like a 20 year difference. Yeah. Does right? it mess with you? It Yes and no. So my kids, I'm not permitted to go below 38. That's fair. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Right? Because they're like, no. And now I think that as they get older, they're like, she's probably going to marry some 20 year old. Like it's going to be <laughs> something ridiculous. But I just, I, I'm so over and that, not because of any of the weight loss surgery, but just in general, I'm just over that whole dating scene. I've done yeah. the online dating. Uh-huh. I've done the meet you in the grocery store dating. I've done, like, I've never been married. I've okay. been in long-term relationships where I felt like I was married, but I've never really, I think I'm like the, you ever see the movie, the runaway bride? Yeah. 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 I think I'm her. Like, oh, I don't, you're just- I'm just like, not a, I'm, I think I'm a commitment phobe. Yeah. Okay. Like I start overthinking it. I'm like, mm, that means that you're going to live here for the rest of my life. It's a true story. I, yeah. 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 hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. If I could story. marry someone like my best. Okay. So my best long-term, cause again, I do it really legitimately have holes in different areas. Like when you see me go different, if you see me go to the same place over and over again, you're like, uh, Somebody's there. Yeah, she found someone. I like that. She found someone. My, one of my best dynamics or best relationships has been with one particular person. I won't say where he is, but <laughs> he and I have probably been, quote unquote, dating for at least... I mean, I was skinny and got big and skinny again, so... Okay. It has to be like 15 years. Wow. Wow. And, you know, you'll see me pop up there and you're like, oh, she's there again. But you just think, you know. You're so cute. <laughs> yeah. I like it because we live our lives separately. Where when we're apart, we're apart. And when we're together, we're together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does. Nobody asks any questions. Nobody says, what are you doing when I'm not there? We just kind of have our little conversations. We might talk about the stock market. We might talk about weight loss we might not you know it was funny because when I was going to have the surgery I actually flew out to talk to him about that like you know I'm really thinking about having this surgery and he was like well I think you're fine the way you are you know it's always they always do that yep yep he said but if it's important to you then I think you should do it 
Nice. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> when I get this surgery and I'm skinny, you can still get it because you said the right thing. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll still be traveling over here. Yeah. But yeah. so, so dating for me, um, I haven't found Mr. Right because he has to be able to deal with all of this crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am. You know, there's yeah. just an element of crazy that we all have. Yes. It's just um, levels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's high and levels have, and there's low levels. Yeah. It's fine. And now we're adding a different element because now I'm on this quest to share this journey. Right. And, you know, it's important to me, whereas people, I don't, I think that they think that we just like, oh, I'll make a real today. It's uh-huh. a lot that goes into this. This yes. is like a job on top of the job. Yeah. Yep. And so you have to understand that, yes, I'm going to take a picture of my food. Yes, I'm going to have my, I have a whole tripod. Yes, I'm going to break out Mm -hmm. my tripod pod at the dinner table and I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to make you real and I'm going to do all of those things. And so meeting somebody new and trying to get them to understand that that, you know, I had someone say to me like, you and this, you and this cell phone. And I'm like, yo, yeah. My people, yeah, yeah, need to understand what's going on here. Yep, and and I'm just like, oh, you're not going to make it because, again, this is important to me, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't minimize what is important to me because I feel like there's a whole community out here who needs answers and transparency, and a lot of the we, when you look at us as in, influencers. There's not a lot of us. No. Like there you can like the people who like you really follow. I can think of maybe 25 people that I see on a consistent basis. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Because I feel like this this community as as amazing as it is, I think mm-hmm. sometimes it can get very overwhelming when you're later on in your journey. Yeah. And right. so I think you stop needing that aspect of your of your journey mm-hmm. as much and so you're not in it the way you were in, in the, the beginning. beginning yeah um, unless you are a information person where like we give out information every day so we have we are always constantly here because we're giving information but if you're just right. sharing your life and you're like dude i'm two and a half years post-op i don't really have anything left to share yeah some people just don't yeah but you do though you really do you, they really do. do but i think people kind of are like okay i'm ready to get back to regularly scheduled programming a little bit yeah yeah because then, we've noticed it with a few people yeah you get burned out yeah and i think that in addition to getting burned out you know because there has to be a reward right mm-hmm. um i think the rewards change and so if you can shift what the reward is, then it can remain fulfilling for you. Yes. So initially my reward was staying focused, yeah. staying, staying the course. Now I'm getting to that two year mark and I'm like, I didn't have the, why am I still doing this yet? But I did have the, something has to give, right? Yeah. What else can I do to kind of make this a little bit more exciting for yeah. me? Yeah. So I have my podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I told you I had my little technical difficulties, but we're going to work through those. That's right. Um, but I do have my podcast and I do like to talk, as mm-hmm. you can see. Yes. 
You and me, girl. <laughs> yeah. <You and> me. <laughs> I like to talk, even though I'm introverted. I'm an extroverted introvert, yeah. right? But I, I do like to talk. And so, and I can talk to myself because I grew up an only child. So okay. I can have a whole conversation all by myself. Yeah. No audience with inflection and tone. And like, oh. you know, because I think that even though you can talk, people don't understand that being able to talk in a manner that people want to listen to you because everybody can talk. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. But if you're not drawing people in and you're not interesting, then people are like, uh, next. Yeah. Right? It's a skill. It's a, yep. it really is yeah. because like telling a story and, and, and someone to be able to like be into it is, is yes. so different than just like talking to your mom about blah, 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 blah. Like they're, they're two different things and two different beasts. And I wanted to touch base real quick with the whole, like, um, them having to understand like what you're doing, like with the guys and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause when, when we started the podcast, I had that conversation with my husband. I was like, Hey, so like, are you one, are you comfortable with like, I'm sharing my life. Do you, are you okay with taking photos? Are you okay with being on video? Like what? And he's like, I don't care. Why are you asking me? I'm like, Dude, because like you're part of this just as much as I am. Yeah, like they're gonna get to know like, you. We're open and honest. Right. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Right. And I was he's like, that's fine. And then I'm like, okay, so we have tripods like you. Like we have stuff that's with us all the time. There's literally uh, one in every room. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I have two right now with light <laughs> shining on me. Yeah. Like I have a tripod. I have the big one. I have the travel one. I have one that I take with me when I I have one that fits in my fanny pack. So like oh. if I go to a restaurant. I can break it out and sit it like I've had people at restaurant I'm like are you an influencer and I'm like why yes, yes I am, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, you may need to send me the link for the little fanny pack it's, one because I need one for Disney well because the it almost sounds like the little they guy won't that let you, you bring have. it in Disney they really? won't let you bring it in because it looks like a selfie stick so they won't let you take it in interesting so i actually got all the way to you know how you get to the where they check your stuff yeah and they all the way back to my they were like we can either take it or you can take it back to your car so disney won't let you have selfie sticks I didn't and know so that. because it's a selfie stick slash uh, um, but it's a tripod and yeah. it's amazing um but you can't take it into disney so yeah darn it Darn you it. will not see any selfie sticks at Disney. Interesting, because I never, ever thought about that. But you don't. Mm-mm. Right. Huh. I wonder why. <laughs> Interesting. I was a weird role. Yes. It's a role. Yeah. yeah. But well, I'm I kind of get it because you don't want people like their cameras blocking. But there's so many people there who who the fuck cares? Like everybody's going to be in everybody's photos. It's true story. Right. Yeah. Um, story. They don't let you in with that. So don't even waste it for okay. Disney. All right. <laughs> but can I sidebar and yes. just say, I love Jamie. I love the sleep dietitian. I always say in everything that in my mind, she's my sister in my head. I, I always tell people like, even when, cause I will, I always in my podcast or in my inboxes, or I tell people where they should, should go. Don't just follow me. Cause sometimes I'm a, you know, loose cannon, but <laughs> Follow these individuals. And she's one of my favorite people to tell people, oh, you know, to say yeah. follow her because yeah. she gives such good information. She does. And it's not judgmental. And because that's not what this journey is about. No. So just a sidebar, the conversation to that. But yeah. yes. So no, <laughs> she is amazing. I'm super stoked because I'm going to Florida for the sleep dietitian meetup mm-hmm. there. Okay. And then I'm going to go to Disney while I'm there. So yeah. it's kind of like a... Okay, I'll go to the meetup. 
okay, now I'm going to go to Disney. Is that <laughs> Florida? Go huh? Is she going to go with you? We don't know yet, but I'm going. I already bought my ticket. So I'm, okay. I'm already like, done there. Deal. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care if I have to go by myself. I will totally do it because mm-hmm. it's just sometimes it's easier because you just get to like wander around and do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm and I'm a Disney freak. I'm okay. like, yeah. she is. She <laughs> is. Have a Disney. Yeah. You have a good time. Yeah. I always have a good time. I, I went to Disneyland last November with my boyfriend and his two kids and we had a freaking blast. And, but he's like Melanie, he's like, okay, I've gone to Disney. I don't need to go again. And I'm like, yeah. but Disney world is different mm-hmm. than Disneyland. Like it we is. have to. And <laughs> if I'm not planning a Disney trip, my life is not complete. Like I need to have Disney. What's your favorite ride? <laughs> so it, 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 so Disney World, I've only been to Magic Kingdom, and that was with my ex and two friends. It was weird. But I did like Splash Mountain. Splash okay. Mountain okay. was a lot of fun. Um, but I also liked the Snow White roller coaster that was okay. there, too, because that one's pretty good. But okay. in Disneyland, I like the uh, Guardians, the Tower of Terror thing. Oh, I like that one. Oh, yeah. my God. That one's so fun. And then I like the Incredicoaster. Okay, so I like, I'm so corny. If I go to Disney, if I don't get on, it's a small world. Yes. <laughs> it is not a Disney complete trip. That's so cute. And there's going to be problems. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've, never, I've never been on It's a Small World. Oh, shit. I know. So I'm going to have to make it happen. It's so corny. Okay. It's the, corny, it's the corniest ride there. Yeah. It's cheesy. It's corny. But it's so nostalgic. Yeah. Because I grew up in San Diego. So I grew up in going to Anaheim to Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. They have a small world in the Matterhorn. Yeah. And I go when when I came to the East Coast, I would take my kids to Disney World in Florida. And I'm like, we're going on into small world. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. And they're still to this day like, can we just go get it out the way? Yeah, can we first. just it's a small world? And I'm like, yeah. that's how I was with Dumbo I had never been on the Dumbo ride and so I was like I have to do that while I'm here and both girls and Zach were all like okay like (laughs) I had the best time though I was like Yes, because it goes up doing and the down. Yeah, I was like, yes. And I rode with Bianca and Chloe rode with Zach and I was like taking video and pictures. I was like, I have the time of my life. And they were just like, you're so adorable what is going on right now. I love it. The Matterhorn yeah. is also a really good one. So I like the Matterhorn. Yeah. So my, whoever I do date, whoever asks me the dating question, they're going to have to deal deal with my, my social media yep. life. And it's a small world. Okay, I, I think like that's, that's easy. not too much to ask. <laughs> yeah, not too much to ask. Oh, and the crazy, you gotta yeah. do with the crazy. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's fair. It's fair. So if you find someone for me, send them my way. Tell them we'll be on the lookout. We'll be on the lookout. I feel like there's a. I feel like there's a guy out there for you, and we'll just. I hope he's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you noticed the difference between just being like? overweight dating and then being smaller dating because we hear that a lot so I think that the I didn't know I didn't notice a difference but I do have men who have said to me well, I liked you better when you were bigger and I hate okay. that yeah that, that is an instant turn off for me I hate it yeah, and I have one particular person I won't call them out but they're on my page all the time 
And they're always saying something like that. And I just want to take the phone and hurl it across the room. I'm like, stop it. Yeah, stop it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be 256 again. So stop telling me two years after I've lost all this weight that you liked me better or that the weight was okay. Or that I find that a lot. I, I don't know if men do it because they're trying to let you know that validate the fact that they were okay with you when you were right. bigger. Okay. Um, I have met men who met me smaller. And then when I say I used to be bigger, they're like, Oh, okay. Like I didn't. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> to I imagine. I, I don't know if I needed to know, <laughs> know that, but I'm like, but you do. Cause it's a part of my world. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you have no. to deal with it. Yeah. You got to know the before well, and after. That's a whole mind thing. Yeah. Like they have to know, like, because I like I still feel like big Mel. So I'm like, you ha- like there's a big person inside this body that's like still has that mindset sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, right. you got to know, got to yeah. know. And I feel like I got to tell them, especially if we're going to go out to eat. I just yeah. feel like if we're gonna go out to eat, you need to understand and I'm only going to take two bites. I'm going to order all this shit. Yep. And then I'm going to take two bites and be like, oh, I'll take it home. <laughs> yep. And you uh- if I could walk in the restaurant and order one bite of each item on the menu, yeah. I would be completely happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to start a restaurant. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Somebody We've... needs to start a bite sized restaurant. Yes. Where you can oh. like you can pick either one bite or two bites and you can get half the menu or the whole menu. <laughs> I love it. I love it because we kind of did that for Jen's. Yeah, Yeah. tapas. So that was kind of their thing. It was like three meatballs or like just like two or three raviolis. Like it was just like little. And I was like, oh, this is nice. It was really good. It was was in Portland. So it was a great little spot. Yeah. So we need to make more of those people. Yeah. More tapas places. Seriously. Not topless. I mean. I guess if you wanted to be no, topless. No, we do topless top, top, topless top, top, pop, say it again. Topless, topless tapas. Topless tapas. That's hard to say. It topless is. Topless tapas. Topless tapas. Yeah. Yes. Tongue twister. <laughs> yes. It's like half strip club, half whatever food you want. It's great. Well, I'm, I'm going to invest in my boobs. I don't know if I'm going to do it for 55. Okay. So you do on plastics. I think I want to get my boobs done okay. and I think I want to have a tummy tuck. Okay. Um, because although, and I probably could forgo the tummy tuck if I got my boobs done. Okay. Why do you say that? Not, you can't see your stuff. Could you really, like if you had, if I had bigger boobs, my stomach would look better. <laughs> I love the logic. The logic it. is, is sound. Point. Yeah. It is sound. Um, we will. Yes. I, I'm with you. I'm tummy tucking boobs right now. Ditto. Is kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Actually, okay. I just had a discussion with Zach earlier this morning. He was like, so where are we at with this whole and because you know he's a guy so boobs um and i was like i don't know i want them i want them i just don't know like because we definitely have to do it after the award show because i'm not trying to heal from anything before then before then and we have i have a trip next month we have a trip in october we have the award show in november going to mexico at the end of november and then maybe then yeah. maybe. Yeah. But we have, oh, we got swimsuit photos coming. We do. <laughs> yes. We totally yes. do. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. So do you have, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you lose skin though? Like, are you pretty chill on that then? 
no, I do have loose skin. And, you know, it's, I try to also explain that to folks. Like, you know, we always post our best pictures. We're not going to post the picture where my ass is sagging down to my thighs. Like who wants to see, I mean, I can post it so you can see it, but who really wants to see it? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I did do a post. um, If you, you'll have to like scroll to see it but where I'm holding one boob up and you can actually see that my other boob is really down here because I think that people think that you know I have this these voluptuous boobs but I don't I have to work to tie that shit up so that it's like sitting up yeah because boob sag and that's because I'm 50 and I had weight loss surgery right yeah Um, because before the surgery I had these amazing boobs like I was like oh and I didn't get them till later on in life Okay. Oh, okay. Like so, because I had a hysterectomy, and all of a sudden my boobs grew, and then I was getting bigger, and I was like, "Oh, these are nice, right?" And I have surgery, and they're gone. So my boob sag, my ass sags, because I always had a big butt. Okay. Uh, Had one of those big peach bottoms. Just. Yeah, there was a ooh, but now it's just we can make it an ooh again. Do lots of squats. Yeah, squats for days, uh, my friend. I know. So my and then my stomach. You know, I had one son. My son was a C-section, so I've okay. always had that little um, sag underneath my stomach. Mm-hmm. And then I had um, a. When I had the surgery, my stomach sags even more. So okay. boobs, eyes, but stomach. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. And if you're going to book a surgery, like you might as well do them both at the same time. Yeah, you Because don't... you're already paying for the room and the anesthesia. Yeah, I'll say the anesthesia alone. Right. So. Needing to get a couple of yeah, surgeries. I'm, right there. <laughs> I'm like boobs and tummy, but... boobs and tummy. I want it all like lifted up and tight and. Then I don't get yeah. That's right. Ladies, get, can I get two seconds? Because I didn't plug in my laptop and it just gave me a, it's going to go dead. And last yeah, yeah. thing I wanted to yeah. be talking to you and it's like, yeah, cord is right behind me. Go. Okay. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Look, I'm like, the cord is right behind me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kelly, what are you doing? I'm coming. Hi. Here I come. I see her, guys. I see her. I'm so sorry. You're, You're totally fine. fine. It's happened to all of us. My my laptop literally died while I was talking to my therapist. <gasps> that sucks. Yeah. And that then sucks. I had to go on my phone and it was not the same. I don't like it. No, it's not the same. The first time I did my therapy appointment was on my phone and it was all jacked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. Mm-mm. So I was like, nope, we're only doing laptop and I plug it in every single yep. time. And I realized I was using the wrong cord. Oh. Oh, so, yeah. I will definitely do it. Because <laughs> there's a difference between your laptop cord and your iPad cord. Yes. yes. Like the charging capability is completely different between the two of them. And I yes. didn't realize. Oh, for the voltage? Yes. yes. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this is why you're always dying. Cool. Let's uh, plug yes. it into the right You're thing. hilarious. Yeah. So, oh isn't that cute? Okay. I was like, oh my God. I saw that light pop up. I was like, oh my God. Oh, you're good. <laughs> so you're funny. good. No, I think, um, so tell us what your favorite non-scale victory has been mm-hmm. this whole time. So I'm so corny with that because, you know, I my most excitable moment was the towel moment, right? Yeah, yes, of course. It's a great one. That one. Got the towel around you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because there was, I didn't have that many impediments early on in life. Right. Yeah. So a lot of things that I could say, why well, I never did that. Okay. Um, but I do travel a lot. So being able to sit in the middle seat and not spill over yes. or, um, because again, I was in, in denial. Right. Mm-hmm. So even with the seatbelt, I had gotten to the point where I had, I didn't need a seatbelt extender, so I didn't need that, but I had gotten to the point where I had to move it all the way yeah. to the end, take deep breaths to get the seatbelt around me. Yeah. And so not having to do that anymore, mm-hmm. that's a good feeling. Yeah. You know? And now, you know, you want to look around and be like, you guys see how much I have? <laughs> <laughs> see? see, I'm not spilling over, but, um, I don't really have, aside from that, Mm -hmm. I don't have anything. And then as they come, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Like being able to tie my shoes. Yeah. I actually literally bought, I had started to buy slip-ons and I bought um, a long shoehorn. Oh, I've seen So I had this, I still have the long shoehorn. So I didn't have to bend down because bending down would I'd be short of breath. I'm yep. like, you know, I only been down for so long. Yep. And so yep. those type of things, I don't know if they're like my favorite moments, but they're big it moments. just reinforced this to me that this was such a great idea for me to have this surgery. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is amazing. And I'm so thankful for that. Well, and with all of that, it brought you to us. Yeah. I know. So it's a community. Yeah. This whole thing. Yeah. Like, yep. I started following you ladies, like in the beginning of my journey, I started, most of the people that I follow, I started to follow in the beginning of my journey. So I really am fangirling. And when I get off, I'm going to, oh my God, I'm so, and my kids Aww. are going to be like, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, so we cute. kind of feel the same about you. We're just like, yeah. we got that chick you know on. Yes, because <laughs> yes. yeah. it was like. But I fangirl, like I really, and when I was at the, um, at the retreat and I was meeting some of the individuals right. like I was meeting um um was Barry Mommy Melts and losing the blooming yes. and I was um a kid I met kid yeah and um Terry and just just so many different people and then there was people that I was like oh I, 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 where are they yeah <laughs> yep. yeah one of these one of these autographs um What's her name? Uh, like in my mind, I wanted an autograph. I would never ask anyone for an autograph because I'm too, you know, reserved. But <laughs> well, we can send you a picture signed by us. <laughs> because at one. the first retreat, and I put it up in my office. You know, I have oh. a. Um, I can't show you this side of my office because it's not disaster clean. zone. Uh, okay. Disaster zone, but I have a great big influencer wall, and I think I maybe I'll start doing that. Just getting the influencers that I meet to sign the pictures that I took with them. But we'll send you one. Funny because the people who I um, met and um, fostered relationships with and dynamics with, um, it's just funny because we we all are just human, right? Yeah. And we all are just in it for the greater, greater cause. And even when I was there and people were fangirling on me, I was like, girl, I'm just like you. (laughs) I'm just trying to navigate through this journey. And if you want to, if you tell your story, you will be, you will be me. Cause I I just want to be like, you know, you want to be like you. Yes. Yep. And more amazing than me. Cause you can be, cause I'm just, I'm just here telling my story and that's all that you, you need to do. Yeah. 
So there's some people I think that are going to come after us that are, you know, hopefully we're opening up and mm-hmm. I don't have that many, like, I'm like, I don't have that many people following me. I have 13,000. That's a lot of people. people. (laughs) Fill a room with 13,000 people and then tell me that's not a lot of people. Yeah. That is a lot of people. I appreciate appreciate every last one of them too. I I just want to um, make sure that I'm not doing them a disservice. If I can make 10 people laugh. I I finally had one person that I had to... Um, I normally don't block people, but I finally blocked one person. And I was like, and it was really dumb. Can I tell you that story? Yeah. It's just so dumb. yeah. I'm not going to tell you any names because I don't do that. But it was another um, influencer. Mm. And you know how we send our stuff out to. Um, like the tagging might, and stuff. Yeah, we tag and we inbox. And she yeah. was like, can you not do that? And at first I was like, oh, wow, that was rather rude the way you said it. But okay. I mean, I can't be upset if you don't want to receive tags. Right. Right. But so I said, and this person has like 20 something thousand followers. So I was like, okay. I said, well, you know, good morning. Let's start with that. Good morning. (laughs) And I'm sorry. I, you know, of course I can make every effort not to tag you. I said, but if for whatever reason you should receive one, just know that it wasn't purposeful i got thirteen thousand people i can't remember every day that i'm not supposed to yeah exactly yeah tag this one person yeah that must have not been the correct answer oh right oh yeah (laughs) yeah oh damn it wasn't the correct answer i'm like i don't know what the correct answer would have been because you have twenty thousand followers if one person said to you can you not tag me how do you not tag that person ever again yeah. Ever again. Like, I don't know how without blocking them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because then they won't show up at all. Yep. So that's the only, yeah. the only way I know. Too. <laughs> right. That's the only way I know. Cause that's like, funny. cause it's hard. I yeah. I felt mm-hmm. bad cause I don't block anyone, but I was like, I just don't know how else to do it. Cause you know, it was like this little back and forth and I'm like, I don't, I don't give that type of energy. Right. Cause I never want to, you know, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. And I just said, you know what? Let me just lock I'll just you. Take in. myself out of the equation. It's so much easier that way. Right. Yeah. Or take them out of the equation. More, more yeah, or less. Yeah. 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 Taking them out. Yeah. Like, was she having a bad day? I just felt like, well, maybe she's having a bad day. Yeah. But it, I was like, but other than that, I'm here for everyone. Yeah. Even for the people who come in and are like, you really don't motivate me because you didn't do it the natural way. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. I know. Yeah. Define the natural way, yeah, define bitches. Natural, like, because natural to me means you're like conscious of what you're eating. You're conscious of moving your body and you're healing yourself mentally. Right. I don't see that we're doing anything differently. No. Like no. if you don't tell somebody you had weight loss surgery, yet you're in the gym and eating right correctly mm-hmm. all the time. Nobody would say anything. They like, don't. They, they would just assume. Yep. That you have lost the weight naturally. Yep. And I use that quotation well, marks around those, it. And there's those people who do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I I mean, I would never, I, I kind of, I can't equate it to, um, you know, coming out and saying that you're gay, but I kind of do out, like, I'm not going to out anyone. Yeah. I'm not going to say that someone had weight loss surgery if I know that they don't want anyone to know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But there are people that we know have weight loss surgery mm-hmm. 
who never say anything. And people are like, oh, you look great. And I'm like, they do look great. They you do. don't want to take them yeah. But then you're like, but then I did, I did it the hard way. Oh, yeah. I mean, the easy way. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and I used to be that person because like when I went through my journey, I was at the Department of Revenue and those people were amazing. They helped me through all the things. And then I got a new job. Well, no one knew old Mel. No one seen me bigger right. before. So I was drinking my protein shakes every morning and I was going to work out. And so they just assumed that it was like I took, you know, the hard way. Yeah. And so <laughs> once I eventually like opened up, they were like, oh, that's why it takes you so long to eat things. <laughs> because like <laughs> they would they would comment all the time. They would um, like this one guy, Chad. And of course, his name's Chad. Um, <laughs> he's like, um, it takes you all day to eat that sandwich. And I was like, I know. And he's like, that's weird, right? And I go, no, I'm just I eat slow, man. Like, yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't because I wouldn't give him the real answer of yeah. like I had weight loss surgery and I, my stomach's smaller. So I was just like, this is just what it is. And trying to teach him you don't need to comment on people's food and what they're eating was kind of my point right. was like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it takes me longer. Like, keep pointing out, buddy, because I did that to him <laughs> once. I was like, how many times are you going to like tell me? Because yep. I know what I'm doing. But like, apparently it bothers you. It <laughs> like, bothers you that much. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's right. ridiculous. It's breaking that stigma and breaking the the thought process that people can comment on our bodies, whether big or small or how much we eat or any of it. That's what I want to get through because. It's so hard because you, their, their opinion doesn't weigh on what I eat. Right. But they still feel the need to comment on it or like, should you be drinking? Is this any of your business? <laughs> like I'm drinking. Yeah. I can drink. I can eat. I can, if I choose to have a cupcake, I can have a cupcake. Like they're, you're living your life, but they feel like because you had weight loss surgery, they that gives them leave to comment on your life. Well, and they, or to help you along. I yeah. don't you to help me along. No. And it's family and it's family and our close friends a lot of times. And so just navigating through that. I had a conversation with my favorite, he's my favorite, 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 favorite uncle. Okay. And it was funny because he said something about my weight. We were at a family thing and um he talked about how I had lost so much weight and he was saying that you look good and I was like yeah well I, I said that feels so much better than the time that you were like yeah so they're not missing any meals in Philly huh <laughs> yep and he's like, did I say that to you I said yes out loud in front of people yeah I said you know we really need to get to a place where and he's my favorite uncle yeah you know you imagine mm-hmm. and I'm like you know, we have to get to a place where the words that we're using are encouraging. Yes. And you know, I said that was so not encouraging. No. I said it may it may have contributed to me thinking I have to do something, but it could have come from a much gentler and loving space than that comment. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, they just don't realize those little nuggets kind of stick with people (laughs) because my brother did the same thing he said um when we were teenagers well he was probably like 20 and I was like 18 or whatever he just said he wouldn't date anybody bigger than me oh and like when I read I told him that like a couple years ago and he's like I said that to you and I was like yeah and then his wife was like his wife was like that's (laughs) fucked up dude like you can't (laughs) like you can't be telling a teenage girl 
these that like that yeah, line that, like yeah, that will really mess them up and i was like you're yeah that's what happened yeah it did <laughs> it did right? it did and that's so we cool. use these moments to kind of teach our family that mm-hmm. it's not okay it's not okay and that you can have conversations about weight but mm-hmm. have serious conversations yeah. about weight yeah and don't necessarily have it about the weight have it about my health yeah be concerned Thank about you. my health yes yep. right mm-hmm. and so if that's what you're concerned about then say that mm-hmm. but these little comments that friends and family make and then don't insert yourself don't just arbitrarily decide for me whether or not I can eat something or not eat something. Mm-hmm. Now, my favorite aunt, and I call her my favorite aunt, but she's my only aunt. So we <laughs> always talk about that. But I'm like, you're my only aunt. But she actually was really good with it. Nice. So after I had the surgery, she wouldn't make assumptions. She would say, listen, I'm going to have dinner. What is it that you can eat? Or what would you like me to prepare for you? Aww. Or what if she was really like very into mm-hmm. what 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 can I do yeah and she's funny because she works at, she's in San Diego and she works at the airport and she says I see the people coming from Mexico all the time and they're in the wheelchair and they're like <laughs> and they're getting ready to fly back wherever they're going to fly from and she was like, I just feel so sorry for them like I want them and I said don't feel they'll oh. be okay yep they'll be just fine <laughs> they'll be great in like a couple months we they're gonna be great way through all of the hard times and then yeah. when the better times come it's it way outweighs any oh, of the so the much so yeah. much yes. it's insane and you yes. kind of block out the bad as you get later on you like, do until somebody says something like I'm, I'm experiencing this did you guys and then you're like oh, oh yeah. yeah i did have yeah. that but you block it yeah. out because it's so worth it well and you learn because like so i thought i wasn't having gas pain after surgery yeah i i had no idea yeah I was like, I didn't have that. (laughs) But then we interviewed Jeremy and he said his gas pain was in his back. And he actually described it like center of the back. Like it was super painful by the shoulders. And I was like, ring a bell. I was like, that's what I had. Oh my God. (laughs) Holy shit. And Kelly's like, really, Melanie? Like six years later. I'm like, I know. But like the thing is, is like, you just don't know. Like I'm still learning things this far out. Like that's how much like things can change and evolve just in seven years. Yeah. Not even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have man down moments and it was funny because my daughter still lived at home at the time and I would get the air bubble that was caught in my chest, like right here. Okay. And I would go up too fast. And I, I'm a person who, you know, it's a challenge for me. You tell me I can't go up this down. I'm like, I'm going to be able to go up this down in two weeks. So (laughs) I would find myself laying in the middle of the floor. Like I would really be like, man down. Like I would just fall in the middle of the floor and I'd be pounding on my chest and my daughter would be like, man down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd be like, like, are you having a heart attack, mom? Like what are you doing? What is happening? We were actually just talking about the, the moments when you drink or eat too fast and then you feel like you have a burp, Mm. but you can't swallow. Yeah, you start panicking because you're like, oh, my God, I can't yes. swallow. Oh, I'm going to because it's like blinking <laughs> your eyes. It's like something you just don't even think about. Mm-hmm. And then when yeah. you can't do it, you're like, oh, my God, I'm dying. I'm dying. My throat is closing <laughs> up. And you're like, no, it's just an air bubble. Yeah, just FYI, it's people, yeah. you're not dying. You bang on your chest. It's a, it'll, it'll make it better. Just bang on your chest. Yeah. Okay. Next time okay. I'm going to. I'm going to do well, that. And we I'm tell gonna... people if they get too full, like when you feel that pain, just stand up, arms up. Yep. Like it, it works. works every time. Yep. I was like, yes. 
Yeah, because when oh, we used okay. to do our live reviews, mm-hmm. we were trying a ton of food in one sitting. Yeah. And there were some times where we were like, okay, we hit our max because yeah. we're taking like a bite here, a bite here. And we would both stand up and we'd just be like, mm. we was like walking <laughs> back and forth, yeah. like let the gravity do its thing. Yeah, it like, does it, help. It will help. Yeah. But yeah, because those are coming back in September, our lives. Like, like we'll be trying lives, food yes, and every stuff. Thursday. After yeah. Kelly gets back from, you know, the tribe and the Disney yeah. trip. Well, I look, I have to, I'm working on, so I'm working on my grazing. So I'm going to okay. stop grazing. That's mm-hmm. my, my new thing. Cause again, back to the plate issue of eating yeah. things. So my new, my challenge for myself for, from today on okay. is to put the food away. Like, okay. I got my little food is sitting here. Mm-hmm. I really should have just technically moved it to the fridge. And then when I'm ready for my next meal, maybe I'll have it again. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm a great person. So to the hands up point, I probably didn't need to know that because now I'm like, oh, hands up. Oh, <laughs> no. Give you a trick. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. The grazing (laughs) is hard when you cook for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So like when it's not like, because I'll find myself like I'll put together like a chicken salad or something and all the components, I'm like, oh, a little cheese here, a little bit egg. And then I mix everything together and I go sit down and I'm eating it and I'm like three bites in and I'm like, oh, I'm full because I just didn't, I just was just eating along the way. Yeah. Yeah. But if you eat like little bits along the way, then you're like you're having it and then you're digesting it and then you're having something and then you're digesting. So you're never like you're eating more than you should be. Yeah. And you never raising and you never feel the satisfaction of being full. Being full. Yeah. Yes. I tend to do it more on vacation and that's why I come back because yeah. I, again, I used to travel based on where the food was that I liked. Yeah. And going home to San Diego because San Diego is my home. Um, the taco shop. I'm like, I want the beans, the rice, the enchilada, the taco. I want all that. All yeah. the things. And then my daughter's like, you're not going to be able to eat all that. I'm like, ah, oh, if I eat a little bit all day, I can finish it. Like to your point, mm-hmm. eating the one sandwich all day. And I'm like, I can finish it if I eat it all day. That's true. So I'm trying to move away from that and just saying, I'm just going to order the taco. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know I can handle that. The one taco. We're good. Not two. Yes. Where's the taco shop? Yeah, we're going back to San Diego, so we need some tips. So the taco shop is not the taco shop. There's taco shops everywhere. Yeah, there is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have your favorite ones that you go to. Uh, My favorite one in San Diego is at 23rd and Market, ooh. and it is called, because you know I'm old. Uh, Aldebertos. Albertos. Okay. Aldebertos. 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 Okay. Okay. When you go back to San Diego, I will send you. You just inbox me and say okay. I'm going. It looks like a little. It's on the corner. Yes. It's always got a line of cars. Okay. It's just. It is the most amazing little food ever. Oh, we're so messaging you. Yeah, so, we're we're messaging you. And I'm sorry, all at the same time. <laughs> we yeah. found some incredible food in in San Diego. Yeah, because we've um, already been there twice. We've been there twice. Yeah. So we've tried quite a bit of different foods. We went down to uh, like the downtown area last time we were there. Yeah. And we stopped at one of the shops. Yes, 
Yeah. Yeah, the gas district. Yeah. Yeah. So we were down there and we actually found a little restaurant that because of COVID, everybody has like the outdoor sections. So we sat down. I had fish tacos and they were bomb. Bomb. Mm -hmm. I think I took a picture of it because I think I was under it. Like, yes, that looks good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I was eat the damn taco. Cause yes. I like ate it and I like went full on in like I face planted in that thing. I was, it was I good. was so happy. It was spicy. It was spicy, but it was good. Well, spicy. Yeah. Delicious. So we tried that. And then we also went to La Jolla and had mm. breakfast one morning. And yeah, that was, was really, really good. Really good. La Jolla yeah. is just it is. beautiful. It is. It it's is. for the money. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, money, there's money all throughout San Diego, but La Jolla is one of the, the money places. Yeah. Okay. My mom lives in Bonita, another kind of money place. Okay. But I grew up in San Diego. My my entire maternal family is still there. So I'm the only person on my mother's side of the family. Okay. Myself and my children that don't live in San Diego. Wow. So it's probably really fun to go back and see everybody. It's home. It's like I go back I and I tell my children often, I remind them often of the sacrifice I made. here in philadelphia so philadelphia is my home and i'm not going to negate it it's been good to me um there's some challenges being here now because it's just the city is in turmoil if you will Mm -hmm. however um if i can make it back west i absolutely i think i'm going to set up my retirement shop like in a palm springs or something like that like i don't i was i know Mm -hmm. right yeah. And hopefully by that time I have 10,000 followers more, like that's a whole lot, right? Yes. 10,000 more. Um, but uh, you, you know, will. I, you will. I don't know. It's, you know, Instagram has not been kind to me for, I'm not in the rotation. Like I just, I don't mm. know. Like I look at some people and I'm like, don't yep. judge me for this last comment, but I'm like, my reels are better than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I have 8,000 views? <laughs> yep. We it's, feel you, lady. It's all, <laughs> yep. it's all a game. It is. It's a game of what do you pair with the song or with the words and then how you put, like, it's all a, a guessing game. Well, and, and the then algorithm. Get, and once you get the perfect combo, it changes. And then you have to do a guessing game again. There, yeah. it's, it's not... It's annoying. It is annoying. It's annoying. It's a, it's just flat out. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah. I had one reel that I was like, I don't even, like, I just did it. I swear I didn't spend three minutes doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it got 7,000 views. And then the ones that I spend mm-hmm. like 25 minutes filming gets 200. Yeah. And I'm just what? You're like, You're like you sons of bitches. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Their algorithm sucks. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Mm-hmm. I wish that they would just go back to the chronological theme order. Yeah. Of you just see what's been posted recently. Like it, it just makes more sense, but I don't think they will. I know. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah. But so I need to, I need to get into that. Whatever the algorithm is, I need to find it. I probably never will. I was, it's a, it's a miracle that I know how to upload the shit to the to Instagram. I mean, you're doing a great job. You are doing a fabulous job and, yeah. and you're hysterical and you bring so much light and humor to humor. this community that it, it needs to happen. 
So yeah, I'm I talked to, thank you. I was talking to, um, my weight is history. Oh yeah. yeah Dad Rob. Yeah. So we were like, maybe we'll do a collab. Cause we're not far from oh, each other. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're in proximity. Like I think he's like South Jersey. I'm Philly. Okay. Right. Like, we collab, you know, so oh, you that'd should. be kind of cool. That would be Ooh, a lot of fun. Cause he's a presenter, right? Yes, he, he is. is. Yes. yes. Yeah. So maybe before we can get it done before the award show. I don't That'd know. Be crazy yeah, cool. Yeah. And yeah. Speaking of the award show, Miss India is nominated. Yes, she for is. A category. So you guys need to go over, and if you've not voted, go vote for her. Yep. Um. She. I, it, that was so exciting when we saw your name. And I was we like, like Yay! <laughs> believe it or not we did not like you guys nominated and we just picked the top four of how many people like yeah. i was in that excel sheet for a full Way weekend like it long. was like probably wow. 20 hours i spent on that fucking thing oh, because oof. there's so many yeah. people yeah. and then trying to tally everybody up because people yeah. spell things a little bit differently so i was like there's like probably 10 ways that they spelled dad Rob stuff. Yeah. Some of it was my weight is history. And then other people that know us a lot, they're like, dad, Rob, yeah. dad, Rob, or hot right. Rob. <laughs> yeah. We're like, Oh my God. Yep. This is hilarious. Yes. So, so yeah, it's, it's fun. And he's really, he's a great guy. Like I look up to him. I really like dad Rob Yeah, and hot Rob. I mean, just the two, the two the Robs, Robs together. They're just, they're fantastic. Yeah. We love He them. does a lot of, um, he does a lot of get togethers and it's funny because I was going to try to make one. I was trying, but you know, just again, working work, at night yeah. is difficult. And I was like, I want to come. Cause like they do these, um, these little get togethers in the area, but one day, one day, I'm just going to pop up and surprise everyone. Oh, yeah. That'd be really cool. Do it. Film the whole thing. Yeah. Film it. Yeah. Have yeah. a friend go with. Yeah. Have them film. Or your, or your kid. I make Dylan go with us sometimes and he'll film us. So, yeah. Just, he hates you know, it. I, he does I, have a, I have a 30-year-old and a 26-year-old. Uh, well, they understand. They should understand. Well, my son, is he's just started his family because, you know, I'm a grandmom. Right. Now. Right. Yes. So he started his family. And so he's all invested in that. And oh. my daughter is just like... 26 he's 26 yeah yeah, yeah. understand yeah. well before we let you go what would okay. be like the biggest tip or trick that you want to give out to everybody so my biggest tip or trick would probably be i needed to be prepared for that one <laughs> <laughs> we like uh, it to be natural yeah <laughs> um Oh, my biggest tip or trick. Um, my tip is always don't compare your journey to anyone else's. Right? Yes. Love it. Um, that's the that's the biggest one. Yeah. Um, and definitely don't compare it to mine. Because um, I always tell people that, um, especially when they're making comparisons and they're at a different portion of their journey. Mm -hmm. So to always make sure that if you are going to make a comparison, if you have to, to make sure that the person you're comparing yourself to is where you were. Yeah. Yeah. Because what you're doing at two months, you can't do. Yeah. At two years. No, you right? cannot. 
Yeah. You yeah. know, so I've had people ask me about eating stuff that I'm eating and I'm like, oh, okay, well, how far out are you? And they're like, oh, I did my surgery three weeks ago. I'm like, oh, we're not, <laughs> we're not there yet. Yeah. Cool your jets. <laughs> you, will, you will get yeah, there. on soft foods, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be your stuff up. So that's my biggest tip is not to compare your journey. Um, and I think that the trick would be, or just the, the, the follow-up to that would be something that we touched upon earlier is just to remember why you started. Yeah. So when you have those moments of self-doubt or I'm not going in the direction that I want to go mm-hmm. to remember why you embarked upon this yeah. journey, why yeah. it was so important for you to actually go under the knife yeah. to have someone re-alter, to alter your innards, as I call them. Mm-hmm. Like there was, there was a level of great importance for you and hold on to that, you know, because that makes this all worthwhile. And another tip is to retrain your mind. Think differently. Yeah. I hate, you know, I, we talk about stalls, but I really don't like to say the word stalls. I just feel like we should, because most of the time when people talk about stalls, it's something that you know, you're not doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that people don't have, medical reasons why it happens, but I'm saying that the majority of the time it's because we know that we're not doing something that we're supposed to do. Yeah. So let's talk about refocusing and about um, redirecting and looking at some of our behaviors and really being honest and and truthful with ourselves and be transparent with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. will make the journey that much easier for you. Oh, I love it. I like it. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being on. Yeah. And if you guys haven't, go and vote for her right That's now. Right. It's on the website, oursleevelifepodcast.com. Dot com. And we love you guys. And we we'll will see, see you, you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17 Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.